Nazir Dachmem Beis Hashem, picking up with the Mishnah that we started with, not the Mishnah that we started with three blot ago, but that one led us into the Mishnah that was quoted through Nagayim. Where the Mishnah said, mitzvah, which we've been discussing the mitzvah of Tagalachas, right? So if you remember, our Mishnah started with Stam Nazir Islam Adyayim, had three dinim. We discussed the idea that if a Nazir shaves, it's different than mace, but similar sort of idea that he's going to have to wait. The way we, we explained was that you need a certain amount of hair to present yourself for tagachas of a mitzvah. And then the third din was that we had Nazir Shagilach Bein Bezug Bemitar of Shesif Seif Kol What are you chayev for as far as cutting? And then we, that was back on Daf Lam and Tess, on Daf Mem, we brought down a mission that said Gimel Megalchim Tagach Mitzvah Nazir Mitzayra and Levian. Now, part we're going to go back into that brisa and we discuss the dinim of Tagachas. So the first line on Membez picks up with us continuing to quote that brisa or that mission Amar Mar the Kulan Chegilchu Shaloi Betar. So any of these three, meaning Nazir Mitzayra Levi Chegilchu Shaloi Betar that shaved without a razor, or left over two cyrus, they didn't do anything. If you left over two cyrus, it's not considered a tagachas. <clears throat> you have to shave the whole head. So leaving over two hairs means you no longer, you did not do a tagachas of mitzvah. Okay, this is a big zoysaymeres. This is going to be zoysaymeres. This is the shita in the Torah of Rubai Kekulai Midar Raisa. This teaches us that Rubai is Kikula Midaraisa. Why? What does the Pasuk say by Nazir? On the seventh day, you should shave. Now, this is where is this? The Gemara is going to address this. If it's Yom Hashvi'i, then we know it's what? The Torah only tells us a day to do Tagachas by a Nazir that is Tame. After he goes through the Torah, Yom Hashvi'i Galchenu. Regular Nazir, if you remember, we discussed this. So, yep. I had it all the way back on uh, Daf Tezayin, Daf Tes, okay, that whether that Stam Naziris is Chav Tes Ulam and Yem, we had the Machlegis Amarayim, and we discussed that there, we said that the, the, the proper way to do Tagachas by a regular Mitzayra is on the day, the eighth day, okay, after the Karbanais, okay, we discussed again, that was the Amarayim, Rabbi Kekulai, fine, but the point is the Torah itself, we see from the Torah itself, never told us when to do the taglachas of a Nazar Torah. It only told us by a Nazar So this is, which you have to keep this in your mind. On the seventh day, you should do taglachas. Now, what does that mean? Meaning it already said, v'gilach es roishoy. It already said that the Nazar is migaleach. So why did I have to say, What's the extra lashon of yigalchenu? Only by Nazir, you have to get off all the hair. Meaning, if you leave two hairs, it's not considered a tagachas. What do we see? Everywhere else in the world, we're going to say rubai kikuloi. Now, so this becomes the din, essentially. We learn Nazir Membez, is where we learn the din of rubai kikuloi. Now, the Achrenim here ask, um, the Pasuk says, That's a Pasuk in the Torah. So what are, you tell, what are you telling me you're learning it from Nazir? We're learning it from Nazir. Well, I mean, Nazir, it tells us, you got to do a full Tagachas, can't even leave over two years, which means, normally, why well, do I need a Pasuk to tell me that? That means normally, if not for that Pasuk, I would think, and even if I left over up to Rav, meaning if, if I left over a Miat, that would be considered okay. 
That's, and that's what we're learning from Nazir. So again, the Achreinim ask, well, I don't understand. We discussed by Din that we go after Rav. How are you telling me that Rubei Kukulei is learned from Nazir? What are you talking about? We see from Dayanim that from Din we learn that Rubei Kukulei. So they give a fundamental answer that there's two different ideas that represent Rubei Kukulei. There's a Rubei Kukulei to ignore the Miat, the Hainu, let's say, by Dayanim. So we say, if you go after the Rav, we ignore the Miat, and the Rav can be Mechaev you. There's another Rubai Kukula that Arsik is talking about, is when I need a shear of something, I need to accomplish something, that my miut turns into my rav. It goes after my rav, and it turns into it. Not that I'm ignoring it, but it turns into it. So where I need a tagachas, I need a maise tagachas, that we're willing to say rav, if not for the pasuk, of course the pasuk, I'm willing to say that, that rav, if I shaved rav of my hair, then it would be like I shaved my whole hair. That the Mia turns into the Rav, that's what we're learning from Nazir. And so much so that some of the Akhrenim bring down that when the Gemara in Sukkah says, Shiurin, Chatzitzin, and Mechitz, and Halacha Sinai, that's Gufo what it's telling us. That even though it's a Shir, and normally we could say from Nazir, Rubai Kikulai, if not for the Pasuk, that the Halacha Sinai by Shiurin comes to tell me that with those Shirin, Kibayah, Kezayis, etc., that you need the full Shir. Because otherwise I would have said, I would have said, Rubai Kekulai, that it gives me the full shear. So again, when, we, when you need a full something, we learn from Nazir Rubai Kekulai. What is the other Rubai Kekulai? That tells us that I can ignore the Miyot and I can go bus or the right, but it doesn't tell me that my Miyot is now considered part of my shear that I needed to accomplish something. So again, we're learning from Rubai Kekulai from here. From Nazir. Why? Because the Pasuk specifically said an extra time, by Nazir Tameh. If, I already knew that he has to do tagachas. What's the extra time telling you that he can't leave over two hairs? And like we asked, how are you telling me that this is this applies? How could you tell me that a nazir tahar who leaves over two hairs was not yaitz of the mitzvah of tagachas? This pasuk that says the extra was by nazir tamei. So they laughed at him. Everything we've been learning about a nazir tagachas. That it has to be Batar. Where do we learn that from? Minazir Tar Yalif. We're all learning that from Nazir Tar. Lacey Nazir Tar, Valalif Minazir Tame. So let's just like, and we know this Tagachas by Nazir Tame too, and where are we going to learn all the dinner of Tagachas from? From Nazir Tar. So why are you coming and asking Akasha, oh, it's by Nazir Tame? Who cares? Meaning I can learn from, just like I can learn from Nazir Tar to Nazir Tame. Otherwise, how would I know all the dinner of Tagachas? So too, I can learn from Nazir Tame and Nazir Tar. Lacey Nazir Tar, Valalif Minazir Tame. I can learn Nazir Tahar in this, meaning that if you leave over two Sairais, it's not considered a proper Taglachas. I learned from this from the reboy of the Pasuk by that if I leave over two hairs, I didn't do anything. So too by Nazirus be Tehara. Okay, so that was a fundamental din that we learned from this Brisa. Now off of this din, again, we're saying, the, or it was actually a Mishnah that we had in Nigayim. Part of the Mishnah said that if you leave over two hairs, then it's not considered a proper Taglachas for any of these three. Mitzayra, Leviim, and Nazir. Baya, baya. Nazir, so I'm going to some, some fun shilas over here. Baya, baya. Nazir Shigilach. Let's say a Nazir did a Taglachas. Vishir Shte Cyrus. And he left over two hairs. Okay, so then we know, as far as we just quoted, that's not a good tagachas. Now, Tzamach Reishai, he waited a while, his hair re-sprouted, V'chazer V'gilchan. Then he shaved those two. That's two ways to look at it. Mahu. Mima Akvi Meaning on the one hand, 
he now shaved off all the hair of his Naziris. So that should be the halacha. On the other hand, when he shaved the last two, he had a full head of hair. So, bai rava, so bai rava, that's Shiloh number one. Bai rava, nazir shegilach. Let's say you had a nazir that did a taglachas, v'imiach shesairois, and he left over two hairs, v'gilach achas, v'noshra achas, mahu. So he then shaved one, and the other one fell out. I mean, he only has two hairs. And the understanding is, and the, the rush quotes this, Meaning when you present yourself, you're, if you're coming to shave two, you're presented. The uh, available opportunity is two hairs. Two hairs would be considered the minimum for Taglachas. So you presented yourself at an opportunity that had two hairs, and therefore, even if you only shave one, it would be fine. So I'm going to lay Rabbi Dipti the Ravina. So I don't understand. What is, the, what is your Shiloh? Again, what's the case over here? He left over two hairs. He shaved one, and then one fell off. So he says, I don't understand. Gilach, Sa'ara, Sa'ara, Rava. Rava's asking me, what happens if I shaved one hair by one hair? Meaning the guy left all the hair, and then he went and shaved the second to last one. One by one, right? There's no problem with shaving or shaving each hair individually. It'd take a long time, but you could shave each hair individually. So what's the problem over here? You shaved, you shaved, you shaved, you left two hairs, and then you shaved one more. So it's all one shaving. You shaved one at a time. That's all considered one maise giluach. What's even the shaila by the last one falling off? Ela ema noshra achas vigilach achas mahu. Meaning over here, you did a shaving and then you stopped. Then one of the two hairs that were available fell out. So what's the din? Meaning now you don't have an opportunity to megaleach two hairs. When you, right? So <coughs> you don't have the minimum shear for giluach. So Amar he responded, giluach enkan sarenkan. Okay, you have no hair left and you have no giluach. You have no giluach, you have no hair. You have no shaving, you have no hair. So the Gemara says, I don't understand. If you have no hair, then you have effectively shaved your whole head. Well, that's kind of the idea. The idea is to get rid of all your hair. So if you're saying, I have no hair, then I do have a giluach. So, no, no, no. Even though, you have no hair left. Again, because you left yourself two hairs, so you didn't do taglachas, proper taglachas. When you came to finish up the two hairs, well, one fell out. So now you don't have two hairs to do a kalachas, so you don't have a maisa taglachas at the end. And therefore, you're stuck that even though even though you have no hair, you have not accomplished your mitzvah giluach, and you wouldn't get the mitzvah taglachas. Let's move on to the next Mishnah. So some of the dinim of what a nazar may do and may not do. So specific to the hair, we're coming off of the last Mishnah where we said that if he shaves, if a nazar shaves, Rubai, Raisha, if he shaves, or whatever, we'll get, we'll get to the dinim there. If he shaves his head, then it's Saisan and Aziris. And he's going to be Chayiv, Lav, say, right? That was a sugi we discussed over the last few days. What are you Chayiv for? But you're Chayiv for uh, removing hair on some level. So now, based off of that, the Mishnah says, Nazir Chayfev. A Nazir can, means Chayfev, like rub. Means, it refers to like shampoo is hair. Umifas face, right? Get a nice hair, uh, head, head massage. Umifas face. And the Nazir may also separate. Rashi is a solution of separating the hair. So you can play with the hair, straighten your hair, rub it, shampoo it, straighten out the hair's clumps of hair. But you can't use a comb. So the Gemara wants to jump on this. What is the chilek between that I can rub or shampoo my hair? And I can separate the hairs, even though what's, what's going to happen? What's the problem? Maybe your hair will fall out. So money, Rib Shimon, he. It's Rib Shimon 
of Shabbos fame. I am not intending to remove a hair. I'm intending to shampoo my hair to separate some clumps of hair. Okay, but I don't intend to remove the hair, and therefore davar sheinim skavin is mutter. Avaloi soirik. Well, the problem is, then why can't I use a comb? Avaloi soirik asalam the rabbanon. That is shitas rabbanon. Rabbi Yehuda, as we know in Shabbos, that holds davar sheinim You're going to be davar sheinim skavin. You're going to be. It's going to be aser. Even though you didn't intend for it. So now, Reisha, Rav Shimon, Vesefer, Rabbanon. If so, part of the mission is Rav Shimon and part of it is Rabbi Yehuda. Amarabba, Rabbi says, no, cooler Rav Shimon. He, this Rav Shimon would agree. Kolasurik, anybody who's using a comb, it's different than shampooing your hair or separating when using a comb. The whole etzem purpose is lahasur nimin medudolis miskaven. You intend to remove the hairs that are sticking out the other way. That's what a comb does. Now, it straightens, but it's going to remove those severely wayward hairs, and therefore it's part of the process. Um, the rush says what we, wanted, what, we, what we wanted the Gemara to say, which is, that it's a case of psikresha, and it's okay. But Abibash, not everybody agrees to that. Some say that there's other ways to understand this. It's not necessarily a psikresha. You're saying that, because the words of the Gemara don't, don't, don't say that straight out. That you are intending to remove. It's not saying psikresha. But um, I said, Akhapan the Rush does say that. Of course, he doesn't want it to fall. Well, he does want it to fall. He wants to straighten the hair. Zakh the Mishnah, Rabbi Shmuel Aymer, Lo Yachov Ba'adama, coming off of the last Mishnah that you cannot rub. Don't shampoo with Adama. Mipnei Shemasheres Sesar. Because that will cause the hair to fall out. Now, there's two ways to read this. Are we saying that a person shouldn't use earth, mud, as a shampoo because it causes the hair to fall out? Or is it because of a dirt that will cause the hair to fall out? Meaning, what's the Mainaf Gemino? What's the Gemara Shaila? Let's say there's a very soft, gentle Johnson & Johnson uh, baby shampoo. That's not going to cause any hair to fall out. So if the whole problem, why a Nazar cannot use shampoo of Adama, is because it removes the hair. So if you know that it's a very gentle uh, earth earth-toned shampoo, and you know it's not going to remove the hair, then you should be okay. So if you say, because of shampoos, earth, right? Shampoos today's day and age, earth in those days, earths that do remove the hair, then it's exera. So the question is, are we guys or are we saying that a Nazar cannot use a shampoo that removes the hair? Or are we saying a Nazar cannot use any Adama because that type of shampoo will remove the hair? Teku, we don't know if it's Xera or not. That's the Gemara Shaila, is, is there Xera? In, Lush, in, in Lushan, Nazar, Mishnah terms, that is the Gemara Shaila. Do Ari Geyser or not? Next, next Mishnah. Nazir, Shaya Shaysa Yaim. So we know, okay, what are the big three restrictions that a Nazar can't do? Can't drink wine, can't Mason, cannot shave his head. Nazir, Shaya Shaysa Yaim, Kolayim. If a Nazir is drinking wine all day long, Ene Chayev Ela Achas. You're only going to be Chayev one. Okay, meaning you drink, you drink, you drink, you're only chayev one. Amru lo al tishta al tishta. If they give you multiple asrois, vuhu shoyse, chayev al kol achas fa'achas. Then you'll be chayev on each one. Now, why you only chayev one? The Tosa Russian Maka says that it's considered, the whole shtia is considered one long maisa, and hasraz, 
It's only hasra nechalekes. That would separate your maisa. So as long as there's only one hasra, you drink, you take a break, you open a new bottle, you try another one, you drink again, you're, not, you're only going to get one malchus. However, and the Ramah makes it very, very clear, the Ramah both in the Pirish Mishnais and the Yad says that this is only bidine adam from regards to malchus. But of course, bivadai, every, time, every revius of wine that you drink, you're going to be over in Avera. And he says, Afal pishu chayev l'shamayim I'll call Revius Revius ain't a like Allah. So words at the Rambam and the Yad, words it the other way. That even though you're gonna be chayiv on every Revius you drink, again, we're just talking about Malkus, specific that Malkus are gonna to have to follow the Hasra. So if there's one Hasra, no matter how much drinking of wine you have, you're only gonna get one Malkus. If there are many Hasras, then you can get <laughs> many Malkus. Similarly, same dinim when it comes to Taglachas. If he's snipping his hair all day long. They tell him, don't, you're not allowed to, you're a Nazir, it's Aser, and he does it anyways. Then, third example. If, and this is what we're going to discuss, we're going to get back into Tumas Mesav and Nazir. If, the Nazir was being metamal amesim kol yoyim. Okay, it was tummy, tummy, tummy. Ain't a chayv alachas amrulat to tummy al to tummy. Vehu metama. They tell him not to do it, and he becomes tummy again. Chayv al kolachas vachas, which we have to address. What is the situation where you can be chayv al kolachas vachas? Now, Itmar, Amar Raba, Amar Ravuna. So Raba quoting Ravuna, his rabbi says the following din: Mikra male diberakasim. Okay, this is another mikra. Malay Dibur Ha Kasev. Okay, meaning that there is a full, the Torah is teaching us a full, a full Dibur. Meaning, what does it say? It says a couple of different Lashainas. By Nazar, it says, Al Nafshis Mes Tama. So it says two Lashainas of being Tame, a Nazar being Tame, in two different Lashainas. Mikra Malay Dibur Kasev. There's a full. Verbiage. What does that mean? Lo yitama. It's actually afterwards. It says lo yitama that the nazar cannot be metama mace to anybody really, but also his father, his mother, his brother, his sister to anybody. Kshuaymer lo yavai. He says that that he cannot come into contact into tumas oil lo yavai la zira la tuma la zira la bia that you will be chayiv twice once for becoming tame. So if a nazar becomes tame and then ostensibly he walks into a house. So he's already tame, and he walks into a house. He will become tame again. Okay, now the way Rashi explains this case over here, it's a little bit of interesting sugya back and forth with uh, Tesis versus um, the Rashi, or Mefarish, and the Rush. So the way the Rashi and the Mefarish discusses it here, that what's going on? Why do I need the Pasuk to tell me lo yitame and lo yavoy? She'im nitma b'meis, so if he becomes Tame, So if I touch a mace, Thomas Maga, I touch a mace, and then I go into a house where there's Thomas oil, I'm going to be Chayev on two. Lo Yitame, and Lo Yavai. Avo Tuma V'Tuma Loi. But Thomas Mace, meaning just one type of Tuma, I'm not going to be Chayev. Now the way the Rashi explains and Farish explains this here is that if you're touching a mace, and whilst you're touching that other mace, you touch another mace, then you're not going to be chayiv because you're still in your original tumah, your touching of your original mace. But if you touch a mace and then walk into a house, 
So now, since you finished touching the mace, now you walk into a house again, then you could be chayiv, and that's what the pasuk is coming to tell me, la yitma, la yavai, that you could be chayiv, a, another, there's another tumma on top of the original one. You can be, in other words, once you're tummy, you could become tummy again. But whilst you're still in the process of becoming tummy, the first time, you cannot become tummy again. While, again, while you're touching a tummy mace, you touch another tummy mace, you're not going to be chayiv. Go through the to be matahir, or just we're talking about punishment for the nazir? Punishment for the nazir. Punishment for the nazir. That's what we're talking about. Are you chayiv twice or once? So now, Rav Yasef was also a Talmud of Rav Huna. He says, no, 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 I don't agree, Rabba, with your, with your um, quotation of Rav Huna. That even, tuma and tuma, meaning that even while the guy is the while the Nazir is touching a, tu- a mace, and he touches another mace, he would be chayiv. Dama Rav Huna. Where do we see this? The Rav Huna specifically quoted Nazir, Shahiyah Emin Vesakvar. So the Nazir is standing in a cemetery. And he's holding on to his mace. And there's another mace, and he touches the other mace. Chayiv. He's still being tummy the first time, but he's touching his mace. So we see clearly that Rav Huna held that you can become, even if you're still in the process of becoming Tame the first time, you can, you can become Tame again. Okay? So now, Eisvei Abaya. Abaya is going to come and ask the Kasha, which is Kayin. Let's say Kayin, and we're going to see a lot of similarities as we go into the next paragraph of Kayin Gadol. Good luck. Um, a, lot of, a lot of similarities between a Kayin and a Nazir. So... <clears throat> meaning in regards to Toma. Let's say you had a Kayin who had a dead body on his shoulder. And again, he's holding on to his mace. So he touches another mace while he's touching his mace. He's originally, he's becoming Tommy the first time he touches another mace. You might think you're going to be Chayiv. How it says, The only time the Kayin is going to be over on the Isra of that a Kayin is not allowed to become Tommy is only That's only if you're not Machol already. This guy is already Machol. So there's some sort of understanding here. Forget, we're too technical on the Lundus over here, but it seems like. The way, the way we were understanding this as far as, because even in Rabbah at this point, we're saying you could be Moisif Tumah on, right? If you're Tameh, as long as you're not touching the Tameh and you walk into an oil, which we're going to have to understand, the Gemara is going to have to understand that case. But for right now, for the purpose of understanding our Gemara, there is a fundamental machikis between um, Tesis and the Rush slash Mefarish on how to understand that Gemara. But we're going to go with Rush and Mefarish. In either way, it doesn't fit perfectly for me. Um, I'm sure for Tesis it did. But for me, it doesn't fit perfectly either way. But what we're basically saying is like this. That the, I think, I think the, the way to, to understand is that like when you're Tame, you're completely full of Toma. When you're still touching the original Toma. Once you release that Toma, so then there's something else being Moisif on the second Toma. So again, what are, what are we saying over here? Rav Huna quoted, Rabba quoted Rav Huna saying that it's, we learn from the Pasuk of Lo Yitama Lo Yavai, that if you were tummy, stop becoming, meaning stop touching the tumma and then re-engage with the tumma, then you would get a second isert. But if you're touching the original tumma, you're still connected to the, uh, like electricity, you're still connected. 
So then, when you touch another one, it's not going to affect you. You touch another tumor while you're still touching the first body. The problem is, and, and, and what did Rav Yosef say? Rav Yosef came to attack Rama. How could you say that Rav Huna holds? That if you're touching one tummy person, that you're not going to, you're not going to be able to be tummy again. Tumor of a tumor doesn't apply. You're not getting a second tummy. You're not going to be chayiv again. He clearly said that if a, you had a nazar in the Beis HaKvaris, you would be chayiv on that. So that's what Rav Huna said. To which Abayah is coming to ask him Rav Yosef's version of Rav Huna. How could you say that? We see by a Kayin, which is very similar to Nazir, we say that if a Kayin is in the Beis HaKvarais, he's not going to be Chayev by touching again. So what are you, you Rav Yosef, saying that while you're still, he is already Machol, meaning he's still touching the original source of Tama. Now he's touching another Tame person. That is an exclusion. He's not going to be chayev. So how could you, Rav Yosef, say in Rav Huna that Rav Huna was mechayev even a second time, even when you're still touching the original maze? But isn't Kayin going to be a second time if he was metamolized? So we're going to have to address that. that. We have to address that. It, seem, it seems like the Pashat reading of the Bryce, like I said, the Pashat reading of the Bryce, it would seem like that if he's already tummy, he's not going to be tummy again. But let's work our way through the sugya and let's try to get an understanding. Amar so Rabbi Yosef says to Abaya, I don't understand. So you think you're asking me such a big kasha from Kayin and Mechal? Mechal twice? What about our Mishnah? If you're going to ask questions, ask from our Mishnah. Go straight to the Nazir source. The one that we're coming off of. And it says, So we see, you can be Chayev for each one. What do you mean? You're already tummy. So how can you become tummy again? Ella kasha adadi. So that would be shver. How are you going to understand that? Or kasha adadi. I'll tell you what. You're going to ask on me. How about take your kayin case and ask from the Mishnah case, and those two don't work out. So how are you going to deal with that? So the Gemara says like kasha kan bechiburin kan shela bechiburin. That there's a difference whether you are touching chiburin. Meaning, if you're originally touching the mace, then I agree you can't become Tameh. Our Mishnah is talking and therefore, we're now going to understand that even Rav Yasef, even Rav Yasef says that if you're touching the original mace, he's going to have to agree that you are not going to be chayed. That's the way Yechal. That's what Abayah brought. And I, what's the case in which you become Tameh again? That's if you're no longer touching it's a new Misa of touching the Tumah again, and you could be Mechaev twice if it's not Bechiburin, meaning if you're not touching. So we see that Chiburin, what we're seeing from here is that Chiburin, meaning if, you're original, if, you're, if you are touching the Mace, then you are considered Tameh. To which the Gemara is going to now digress for a second. One second. You're going to tell me that Tumah, now, I just want to be clear, and we're going to have to be machalic. Our case, what's our case talking about? I, or the Kayin, or the Nazir, right, is touching a mace. Because he's touching a mace, Chiburin, another, if he touches another mace, he's not going to be able to become Tameh. So it's the one person touching one mace, touching a second mace. Now, now we're, for the purposes of the, this Gemara's Kasha, we're associating all Chiburin, Tumah Chiburin, by touching the same. So you want to tell me it's Daraisa? And 
And this is a little bit of a different case, or a lot of a different case, as we'll see at the end, of Chiburin. Meaning that if, let's say, Ruvain is touching a mace, and Shimon touches Ruvain, is holding on to Ruvain, so we're going to say that Shimon, so Ruvain's touching a mace, Shimon's touching Ruvain's hands, or so, so Ruvain's holding hands with a mace on his left, and holding hands with Shimon on his left, uh, on his right, Okay, so Shimon is going to become Tameh because he is touching a person who's touching a mace. That's Chiburin, right? So we see that by Aide Chiburin, it's Daraisa. Fracting Gemara, how could you tell me it's Daraisa? What do you mean? Let's say this case, like we said, Ruvain is holding one hand with a mace and another hand with Shimon. That we're only going to say it to puzzle you from eating Chuba Mekodshim. That we're not going to say that a Nazir is Saiser his Nazirus. Meaning you're some form of Tumah. It's only a Tumah Durabanon. So to apostle you from eating Chuma Kachim, fine. It's a Chumra on you. But to go ahead and be Saisen and Zeros, to bring Karbanais, Karbanais of a Nazir Tumah, no, we're not going to do that. Chulun Lazar, right? We got into issues there. So the Rabbanon couldn't be Geyser Tumah. Sounds like, and we're also not going to say for Isa Pesach that if a person, Shimon, who was on the other side of uh, Ruvain, is Tumah Bechiburin for eating Chuma and Kachim, but we're not going to tell him don't bring a Karim Pesach because of that. That's a assay that has a chiv karis. So we see elamai that chiburin tumas chiburin is not daraisa because if it was daraisa, then we would have said you're completely tame across the board for everything. It's soiser you're naziros. It's you wouldn't bring a carbon pesach elamai. We see that it's not tumas chiburin is not daraisa. So the gemara says no kasha right. But the biyamir daraisa my shnah. The gemara says no kasha can be chiburin adam be adam. There's a difference. Shimon holding hands with Ruvain, Ru, where Ruvain's holding hands to a mace, that is the chiburin of the Adam. Kan bechiburi Adam be mace. Here is one person touching two mesas, that would be considered chiburin, that is Doraisa. Okay, good. So we've gotten to our point. Rav Yasef said, What is the case in which Rav Huna, what is the case in which Rav Huna says, Tuma vituma? That would be a case of where you. Finish touching your original tuma. You were touching a mace. You finished touching your original tuma, and then you came tummy again. That would be a case where Ravuna would hold that you are going to be chayiv twice, and that is the case of our Mishnah that holds your chayiv twice with two asras. But if your original, if you're still touching your original source of tuma, then you wouldn't be. Okay. Now let's turn our attention back to Rabba. Okay. Now according, like I said, according to Tesis, Rabba and Ravisa at this point are aligned that tumas bechiburin. Rashi does not seem to learn this way, but um, that, that they're aligned that it's only Tumah Bechiburin that we wouldn't say Tumah Achar Tumah. But if it's not Tumah Bechiburin, meaning if you already finished touching your Tumah and you become Tami again, then you, would, then you would become. So now, Rav Yechanan is going to come and ask Akasha. Avol Tumah V'Tumah Loi. So you want to say, according to Rabbah, Tumah V'Tumah Loi. Meaning it sounds like, it sounds like it's only Tuma and Loyavai, right? The way Rabbah understood it, if you just take it on a very surface, surface level, Rabbah said that the Pasuk says Loyitma, Loyavai. So you can have a Loyavai after a Loyitma, but you can't have a Tuma Utuma. To which we're asking, I don't understand. Tuma Tuma Loy, the Hamitame Vakayim, Tuma Ubiyanama, Nami Hamitame Vakayim. So how could you say that there's a difference between tumma and tumma, touching and touching, versus touching and coming into a bias? Either way, you're tummy. So which one is it? 
No, so Rav Yosef says that <coughs> Rav Huna holds, you can, you can become Tame after your Tame already. But according to Rabbah, that you can't become Tame after your Tame, so then why should it be any difference where you were Tame and walked into a house versus Tame and touched Tame by touching another person and, and touched another person? Why should it make any difference? Okay, so the Gemara says, I'm Rav Yechanan, Kan Bebayis, Kan Besadeh. Rav Yechanan says, here's how I understand Rabbah, that there's a difference. When I walk into a bias, meaning I can be Mechaev twice, what was, what was Rav Huna teaching us from Lo Yitame and Lo Yavai? That if there's a mace in the bias, as soon as I walk into the house, I'm Chayev twice. That this, and all we're saying is, no, Rabbah holds like this. You can't really, Rabbah's arguing. Right, this is the way Rabbi Yechen understands it. You can't become Tameh after you're already Tameh. Right? You're already Tameh. I can't become Tameh again. But since the Pasuk uses two versions of Tameh, Layitame and Layavai, in a situation where I can get two Tumas in, by walking into a house, you're going to be Mechaev twice for that. That's how we would understand it. Okay, so Rabbi Yechen, Kan Bebayis, Kan Besadeh. Okay, but in a field... Meaning, if I touch, if I'm standing in a field and I touch one mace, and then I go touch another mace, then I wouldn't be able to. Okay, so that is the difference. It's a bevas achas case versus not bevas achas. So the Gemara says, now we're going to have some technical questions. So that is the way Rav Yechanan is understanding Rabbah, that when do we say you're chayiv on bia on top of tuma? That's when you walk into the bias of the mace that there's tuma inside. And it comes together, right? Rashi says, Ubiya de Tuma Ubiya Bahadadi Asoin. Okay, and what is the case of the Idoh da Amran Yatsazesh Mahulva Amikigunchin Nagava Mais Shibasada? Bahadur Nikhanas Baila Mais Tahtab to Potter, then you would be Potter, Lefisha Kvarhu Mahulba Aime. So again, if you're Makulba Aime, it's not gonna work. It's only if you walk into a house. I guess then, according to Rabbi, you'd have to explain the case in the Mishnah of Altatame, Altatame, where he's walking into a house and there's two mason there, two asurais, you'd be chayiv twice. Okay, so the analogy of Mars is a very technical question. And that is the understanding, and the way Tyson explains it is that think of a house. When you, the house is considered kamandamal yotuma. It's like there's tuma filling the entire halal of the house. So as soon as I walk in, I become tame. As soon as you put your hand in, right, you open the door, and you put your hand in, you're going to be tame. Well, you're already tame, the fact that your hand was in first. Now, what's this layavai? That has to be a bia. That means when your goof comes in afterwards, that's the layavai. Layavai is not on your hand. Layavai is on your goof. Your body cannot come into a house that has an oil hames if you're a nazir. So your hand became tame because the house was full as soon as you reached your hand in. And then when your goof came in, that's considered a bia later. So again, if you're saying bavasachas, well, that's not bavasachas. I already, my hand was already tame, so I became tame because of that. And then I had the, the bia layavai, the second iser. So the Gemara says, You're right. If you stuck your hand in first, then you would become tame, and you wouldn't have a bia. It wouldn't be a bia bitara into the house because you're already tame. Vitsiruf gufai vituma ubia baade dadikasi. What we're talking, at, talking about is technically that you put your hand together with your body and you walked in like a soldier. Okay? 
hands on the side, walked in, your hand didn't come in first, and now it all comes together. That's saying Abba Basachas. Correct Gemara, well, technically still, your nose must come in first. And you're going to have tum on your nose. And Rashi explains why. Because it was normal that people were leaning a little bit forward when they were coming in. That was the normal pose. So your nose would come in first. So, right? so if you're, let's say your hand came into the house first or your nose, so you're right. You would only have tuma. You wouldn't have bia. Because bia, just like tuma doesn't, you can't have tuma on top of tuma. You can't have bia on top of tuma either. We're talking about again where you have to say that he kept his head straight. So now his nose didn't come in first. Maybe he kept his head a little bit tilted back. The point is, you had your whole body coming in at once. To which the Gemara says, well, one second. Okay, so now you took all the things that are swinging. But what about the toes that's in the front? That's going to go in first. And you have Toma. So, I, again, how do you have bevasachas over here? Your toes became tummy first. That, that affected the, your entire body. You're already tummy, and now you're not going to be chayev for the bia. Right? Like we said, there's no difference tuma achar tuma or bia achar tuma. It's only bevasachas in rabba. So, now, actually, Tysus asks over here, says, what, why don't you just walk in backwards? Right? It's because bia requires you to walk in properly. Walking in backwards is not considered a bia, right? It's like it's, it's not considered a coming to the house, and you wouldn't be. And okay, so now So we go back to our trusty box, like we needed earlier in Nazir. How do you get into a base like Maris? Okay, how, how are you in there? And then there's Asra. So you you were brought in in a box, so you were impervious to tuma because you were in the box. And your friend came and. Remove the bottom, and you fell down into the house. The tumo Now you have tumo and at the same time. And actually, the achrayim ask here on Tesis. Well, you said you can't go in backwards. Now you're coming in in a box, and now he's undoing. That's not a bia either. This is the difference. That the only time I need a bia is the walking in. So walking in backwards is not considered walking in. But once I'm already in there, however I got there, there's no svara to say you didn't have a proper bia. No, you're already in there. So there's a difference, again, it's, it's the problem is the walking in. Can't walk in backwards, that's why walking in forward, you'd have your toe coming first. So again, how are you getting this to be a true babasachas? It must be that you walked in a box. Or, second Eitzah, rethink this whole thing. Now, you walk into a house, the house wasn't telling me at all. There was a geises in the house. You came in, and then what happens? V'nafak nishmaseh. And then the guy who's in the house dies. Adiyasev the tumah. Adiyasev the tumah. Obi So now the tumah of mace, tumas mace, tumas maga, right? Essentially, which is the what's what fills up the house, and the tumas bialayavai el habai, right? And the bias that has a mace there. That would be the second iser would be bavas achas because you're already in the house and you just didn't leave. Someone said he's dying. He's dying. You better leave, and you didn't leave. Whatever, that goes into the old. We're not getting into the Shahiya, so we're not getting into that. But the point is, you didn't leave. Whatever is the trigger to be Mechaev, both Isurim came at once. Okay, and therefore, it's only in that case that Rabbah holds, according to Rav Chista, that you would be Chaev. It seems like, according to Rav Yasef, 
Again, so now we seem to be saying just we want to just re-engineer our sugya. It wasn't 100% clear as we're going through the Lashonis, but it seems to be at this point that the way we're understanding Rabbah is this case that you can tummy after tummy means bevasachas. You can get two tumas at once, bevasachas, meaning you can get the standard tuma of a mace plus tumas ayolah yavai. And, and um, a Rav Yosef seemed to learn Rav Huna that even if, you bec- even if you're tummy and you become tummy again, that you are going to be considered, uh, you are going to become tummy. Okay, um, and it's only Tumas Chiburin, meaning if you're still touching the original source of Tumah, according to Yosef's version of Rahuna, that you would not become Tumah again.